Blog Talk Radio. Hello, everybody. This is Madam Perry, your host, your groove mistress, your spiritual advisor, and I'm thrilled to be here today. This is a little early, not used to doing this in the daylight, although in the UK, where my guest is, it's uh, 8 o'clock in the evening, I believe. So um, I haven't got him on the phone yet, my guest, but I'm going to tell you, you probably already know, fantastic, and I'm an extremely popular band uh, in the UK, making waves over here in the US, too, in Europe. And it's Joe Symes and the Loving Kind. It's going to be Joe Symes and drummer Colin White. And so while I try to get them on the line, why not do the sensible thing and play one of their songs? And let's see. Uh, Oh, summer's almost coming. Joe Symes and the Loving Kind.
So, Chuck, talk to us about Fisdale being the Knicks' new coach. What's your uh, thoughts on that? Well, well, I'll tell you right now, Ernie, it don't matter who going to coach this team. They don't got no talent on it. And I don't, I don't really feel I talk That's kind of hard. I don't feel I talk about the Knicks right Do now. Do you want to talk about lunch? No. <laughs> what would you like to talk about, Chuck? See, Ernie, I've been listening to a podcast called Madam Perry Salon. And I think Jennifer Perry, she's a great host. I mean, she got all these bestseller authors, Rostar, all the dip comedians. What about people that could, don't have rings? Here we go. We I got real rings. funny, Chuck. Real funny. <laughs> but I think she's great. And I think people would love her show. She got a great laugh. She make the laugh come out of nowhere, like an eagle come in there and just steal the whole show. It's 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 a beautiful thing. It's not terrible. I mean, the world has gone crazy, right? I mean, this whole pandemic. I I, I don't even know if I'm coming or going anymore. You know what I mean? But the one thing during the pandemic that I found out, right, that was a good thing was the Madame Paris Salon. I mean, this podcast, right? When you hear her laughing, all you want to do is laugh. Right? When her dog's barking in the background and she's talking to the dog, I'm like, she's going to an interview, and I'm like, this podcast is the best podcast I've ever heard before. You know what I mean? Ugh, what a day. I just need some me time for once. Yes, perfect. I got the new bath bombs today. Peach and clove, here we come. Mim and the Anvil makes the best smelling herbal blends of bath bombs. You can order loose or ground herb, added buttermilk, extra large, even ones with hidden gifts inside. There are over 25 essential oil varieties. After today, my body definitely needs some spiritual nourishment and lots of fizz. Her metaphysical blends are soothing in more ways than one. Visit MimInTheAnvil.com today. Make time for yourself. There are over 100 herbal blends of bath bombs. Keep a healthy body and mind. Feed your soul. Visit MimInTheAnvil.com today. If you don't make time for yourself, no one else will. Do you enjoy watching movies? Yes! Do you like to hear other people's opinions on movies? Yes! And do you find that you don't always have the time to listen to an entire podcast about one movie? Yes! Well, then you might enjoy my new podcast, Living for the Cinema. My reviews cover the good, the bad, and the ugly of what makes each film unique, but in less than 15 minutes. Check out Living for the Cinema on all platforms where podcasts are available.
All right, that was A Place to Call Our Own, which is is a hot song right now by my friends and guests, Joe Simons and the Loving Kind. So, Joe, Colin, hello. Okay, can you hear me in here? No. Okay. How about How now? How about now? Oh, oh, oh. i got to merge. That's what i got to do. Okay. Okay. Colin, Colin Joe. Joe. Hey, hey, everybody here? Everybody here? Yep. Great. Yep. All right, guys. You know, my, my husband's out of town, and he usually handles the real technical stuff. So uh, I am so sorry about the delay, but I did. Uh, we got to listen to three songs, and I've got you here now. And I'm so grateful for your patience with me. So now. From this second on, it's all about you. Welcome back to Madam Perry's Salon. I am thrilled to have you here. Tell us what's been going on. Very you nice guys. to be here. Thank you. You've got the new CD. Always, always good to be back. Yeah, it's good to have you back. So, <clears throat> talk about your new music, your new CD. What's going on? Well, uh, the latest EP, A Place to Call Our Own, uh, last week we were on the show, it was about to be released. It was released in March, and since then, the feedback for it has been absolutely amazing. Uh, the reviews for it have been fantastic. The, uh, the, the, the response from people who've heard it has been amazing. It's actually, the title track was actually, uh, it got some number eight in the 365 radio charts, which is like a, a very big... Um, you know, fast up and coming radio station based based down in London. Uh, it was number eight. It, it beat uh, people like Florence and the Machine, uh, oh Ed Sheeran, Jack White, people like that uh, in the chart. It stayed, it stayed in the top twenty for five weeks as well. Oh my gosh, <laughs> this is fantastic. Yeah, I mean, I knew it was hit. on the top twenty. I did not know it had gotten to eight. But I knew it was hitting against Jack White, Ed Sheeran, all these people. Um, you guys, how does that feel? Very good. Very good. Very proud. Yeah, I'm very pleased with that. You know, as you say, great songs, you know, they'll always do the business. And also, and also as well, uh, fairly, mm. recent, sorry, fairly, fairly recently as well. Uh, the EP is, has become available in um, HMV stores in the northwest of England. HMV, for those who don't know, is the major music retailer in the UK. So uh, we've and we've also been doing some in-store shows to promote that as well. So we've done one in Liverpool last month. We did one in Manchester on the weekend. Both went fantastic. And we've got uh, another three to go um, over September, October. So obviously we've been doing like these in in store acoustic shows, which we we've actually never done that before. But it was actually quite uh, you know it's, it's actually nice to do something you haven't done before. But the, the you know the feedback for that have been really really good. Obviously I think you shared one of the videos on Twitter before, so obviously you can check that out there. But yeah, it's been it's been absolutely fantastic, and um, you know it's we're just we're very very proud of it. And we're doing that either side recording the third album as we speak. As we're oh. on the recording studio this week, with okay. 10 new tracks. We record, recorded six up to now, so we're going in this week on Thursday to the, uh, commence work on the third album. Well, yeah, while you're hot, don't waste any time, guys. 
Oh, absolutely, absolutely not, absolutely not. I mean, I mean, the the EP. I've been saying this to a lot of people. The EP is kind of like an. Um, it'll be a kind of like a companion piece to the third album, or vice versa. Essentially, the EP is like a little bit of a taster of what sort of the, the general feel of the third album is going to be. Again, just you know, very like poppy catchy you know rock, rock songs that again unlike you know the second album which again was, was still a catchy album the second album was more that was kind of a, a very heavy rock album but still catchy as i said but this one like the ep it's more it's got that little extra element of poppiness to it and obviously when you hear obviously if you hit obviously hit the ep you know exactly what i'm talking about mm-hmm, mm-hmm. oh gosh yes and uh honestly right now it's something that um I don't know about you guys over there in the UK, but I know you read the news in Atlanta, in uh, America, and music like this, you know, something that's catchy, something that stays with you, something that even the sad ones you feel good listening to because you feel like somebody understands you, um, and then the pop happy ones, a uh, place to call our own. Uh, you know, in America, we need some happy music right now. <laughs> Well, you know, I, I, th- I, th- I think the whole world needs needs happy music now because obviously what's been going yeah. on for the past two years, you know, a lot of you know brought a lot of people down and stuff and everything because you know no one knew where they were coming or going and obviously you know obviously like over here now obviously things are like you know mellow mellowed a hell of a lot um, and obviously hopefully in other places too. So I think it's a case of like you know after all of that you know misery and you know depression and everything and all that, I think that the entire world needs a bit of cheering up and uh, I think. Something like the EP at the moment is a uh, is the therapy for it. So if you listen mm-hmm. to it, you have a bad day, it will cheer you up because people need cheering up. Plus, there's uh, a video in the making in the making for the um, the title track, a place called Our Own, which is really going to make you laugh when you see it because it's very very happy <laughs> and oh, it's good. totally different from what we've done. But if you when you see the video, you'll just want to play it over and over again. Because everyone that's had the EP have came around and said they, they constantly got it on repeat, playing, playing. So that's basically a little hint at what to come with the new album. But the new album's going to be going to top even that, even more. Yeah, actually, think, thinking about it, uh, this is actually to quote someone who a friend of ours from Manchester, um, with a lady called Elaine. She actually said to us uh, when she came to see us recently, she said, your music is basically it's therapeutic and I thought that is probably one of the nicest compliments we've ever had from anyone ah. so if, if you're getting told your music's therapeutic then I think you're onto a winner so that kind of that kind of um, you know clarifies what I've just said about cheering people up so she hit the nail on the head there you go the, yeah. the, there's the proof it's therapeutic <laughs> and that's your friend Elaine yeah, yeah, lovely lady called Elaine. Yeah, so I... She's a big fan of the band. Uh, okay, I want to give a shout out then to Elaine and all of your fans saying, you know, thank you guys for going oh. out and seeing, supporting, uh, grooving to it. And since you've been going out live again, I mean, you've been doing the in-stores and the radio station, I mean, in the uh, uh, record stores, you've been doing in-store performances. Uh, you've got videos all over social media of that. And, and uh, you're doing shows, concerts. People, our people just, the audiences are just glad to hear music and glad to be outside with each other and you. And you're feeling that, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it has come to now and said, I think because of the last two years, what's going on, 
everyone's just happy to get out and enjoy themselves and stuff. And we've been busy doing what we do best. I mean, during the lockdown, we were like locked in. We were, we were still doing work, what we normally do. But we couldn't play any live gigs. So us to go get back out and play live gigs, especially the gigs we've been playing, which are big gigs and festivals and stuff, is a breath of fresh air for us. And also to have like our music now on sale in major stores in the UK and be able to play in there and promote them, it's just another icing on the cake for us. So we're very pleased with all of that. And long may it continue. So, you know, just the next step is to like get in and get on this album and like, you know, conquer the other stores, so to speak. So we're looking forward yeah. to all of it. Yeah, we're essentially we're essentially making up for lost time now because uh because obviously a lot of things were delayed, you know, better late than never, but it's basically like, you know, being catch-up time, and obviously the perfect thing was, you know, we went, we, we went out and started the gig again, and not only that, we had a brand new release to promote, so like, everything kind of went hand in hand, so, you know, and, and now the fact that, like, you know, as soon as, soon as we finished the EP early this year, we immediately, within about, a, about six weeks, we started with the third album, like, so we were kind of, you know, we had a lot of a lot of backlog of material that was written there. So we kind of just went, well, to hell with it, you know. We released an EP, let's get, let's start make, start working on the album straight away. So, you know, we kind of really wanted to sort of, you know, make up for that time that we kind of didn't have to do all the practical stuff. And now we kind of, it's, it's really, um, it's kind of, you know, all, all systems go again. So that, that that's a good thing too. Well, let me, for also, since... For your fans, they want to hear this. They already know this, and they want to hear it again. And for your newer fans who are just starting to love you and get to know about you guys, I want to quote, uh, talk about a couple of things that have happened. Now, uh, like a lot of towns, a lot of towns that people like to visit, usually have a, a book or a website these days called um, Explore Whatever Town It Is. And the ExploreLiverpool.com decided to have, apparently, a new section called Listen Up Liverpool. And on the very first one that they did, they says, on our first of our new series, Listen Up Liverpool, we caught up with local band Joe Symes and the Loving Kind. And I'd, I'd like to read just a couple of the quotes on here, if you don't mind. Uh, one is says, uh, says, according to uh, former Beagles manager and Mercy Beat promoter Sam Leach, they are one of the most intriguing new bands to come out of Liverpool. And then Ryan Martin of uh, Jammerzine Magazine, which is based in Chicago, uh, said, take note if you are thinking of starting a band or wanting to get your music heard, this is how it's done. Talking about you guys. And not only that, and here's something I, I know we talked about before, but I want to hear it again from you guys. You seem to have a big fan one of your big fans among hundreds is somebody who's got a lot of fans himself, and that's George Sefton. Yeah, uh, George is he's essentially what you might call the sort of the, uh, the sort of the, 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 the voice of compare sort of announcer for all the, the Liverpool. Uh, football, soccer games uh, here, here in Liverpool. Uh, he's been doing that for a long time. He's, I think he's been there for like around about 50, just over fifty years. Well, so he's got yeah. a, lot of, a lot of you know stories to tell. I think he published a book as well recently about about obviously his uh, little yeah. anecdotes and stuff and all that. So we we've we met him a few times and always he's he's played us at Anfield 
Uh, on many occasions, he's always, you know, I've been nice to say about the band, he's a nice fella too. Um, and yeah, he, he, he's, you know, uh, in Liverpool, he's one of the sort of the main champions of us because obviously because he has a voice as well because obviously he's got a, a big reputation at a major football mm. club and has done for many years so it's good to have someone like that who can kind of say you know oh yeah by the way you know check out this band they're really really good not so it's it's, it's obviously it's uh what, what he's done for us you know promotion wise at, at games and playing us at half time and stuff has always been appreciated and then um, and obviously because the, the, the season the football season just started the uh, again uh obviously because always, always has a summer break uh, it started again, obviously, now, and that'll go on until about uh, May, as it usually does. So, obviously, you know, now that it started again, he'll most likely, well, hopefully, he'll, might, he'll play um, some of the stuff off the EP again over, over the next few games. Like So, obviously, if he gives a shout-out and says, I'm playing it again, we'll obviously go up and, and promote it on social media. So, if that's the case, you know, we'll obviously, hopefully, be looking forward to it. So, we're hoping to hear from them very soon to maybe play us. And obviously, when the third album comes out, we'll, it'll, that'll follow suit again. But yeah, he's a nice fella, and um, it, it's you know, it, it's always appreciated for what he's doing for us. Definitely. The best thing about it was was when the EP was released, he played the EP at six home Liverpool games on the run. So every time Liverpool were playing at home at Anfield, he'd be playing tracks from the EP which no one else has got, to be honest with you, from what we know, because he absolutely loves the EP. He's a massive fan of the band. And I mean, to, like, you know, have your music played at Anfield to, like, 65,000 people is, like, you know, is a big achievement and a bit good promotion as well. Plus, I did an interview with the um, magazine the other year <clears throat> to promote what we were doing and stuff. So that's when I was with, with all the fans who bought season tickets. So it's all good promotion. I'm like, mm-hmm. thank them for it. And hopefully, you know, we'll get played again with the new season starting soon. Yeah, and George, yeah, he does have a book. It's called The Voice of Anfield. Uh, My 50 Years with Liverpool Football Club. And, yeah, popular stadium announcer, uh, popular guy. And he puts your music out for everyone. I mean, my gosh, how many people attend those games? About 65,000 people. Gosh! Tops. I mean, I think that's tops, yeah. And I mean, what they're doing is now, Anfield, the stadium, it's being expanded even more now. So that'll be even more people to go to the game. So you're looking at probably about 75,000 people, something like that, in the end. Yeah, they keep I mean, making the ground bigger and bigger and bigger, which is not necessarily a bad thing if you if you get your music played there. But you know, the, the, the more the more people are here, that the better. And I think I think um, a friend of ours who goes to the match, he, he sometimes uh, filmed it, and you know, you could obviously hear the, the music playing in the background and all that. And I think on every video that he sends us, as soon as the, I think as soon as the song ended and all that, it got a nice round of applause, which was nice. So it does, oh good, you know, the football Ooh. fans like it as well. So. That, that was a nice little um, addition to, to, to that, too. I mean, with Anfield itself as a football ground and Liverpool as a football team known around the world and with them expanding the stadium because they're going to be holding like, loads more gigs there. The Rolling Stones played there a couple of months back. The Eagles played there. Uh, Brian Adams played there. Bon- bon- you know, so... There's a lot, you know, it, it expands even more because I think they, they're looking at, like, you know, major gigs that are going off on there from tour and bands as well, which is good for the city and it brings revenue into the city. Yeah, 
and it's good for the tourists industry and like it, like the Beatles as well with the coming to Liverpool to the Albert Dock and part mm-hmm. of Liverpool was massively promote the Beatles and stuff, you know. So it Liverpool seems to be on the up, you know, in mm-hmm. terms of like that side of stuff and all that. And you know, as I said, we're glad to be around at the moment and be involved in it and what's going on. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, sixty-five thousand, no small audience, and they're loving you. And your friends got you got a witness. You got it on video that the people applaud <laughs> and and love it. So yeah, big love to George Sefton. I really appreciate that. But you guys, uh, Colin, you're the drummer. Joe, you're a guitar player. Uh, I guess you both write the songs. Uh, Joe, Joe, Joe's the principal songwriter of the band and the front man too. Um, it, 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 it's funny because the way the process works, I've said this, I've said this many times, it's like, imagine if someone was a painter and they'll do the preliminary sketch on the canvas or they'll, they'll sketch out the, you know, the, the, the basic thing that will be, uh, say, by pencil on, on the canvas. He'll come in with that. And then we'll, and he might put a few shades and go, I've got this idea. And he'll go, what do you think to me and to Alan? Alan Norshaw, our bass player. And we might go, okay, well, uh, maybe like, you know, paint those leaves a bit brown there because it's the autumn maybe. And, uh, you know, add that, that little bit of cloud to the sky. And so we'll, we'll shade in our little bits. And when it's finished, it will be the finished song. You know, once you will, you know, and any, anyone who has any, anyone who has any suggestions, no matter who it is, as long as it works, it'll get, it'll get in. Um, it'll get used. <laughs> All right. And you also have another member that's not, not with us on the show today. And so if you want to just introduce him, yeah, that's, let that's, people know who he is. Yeah, that's our bass player, Alan, Alan Welsh. He's, he's, the, um, he's, he's, he's the other member that makes up three of us. He couldn't be here, unfortunately, today. Send his apologies. But um, no doubt he'll be listening in when the, the show goes out. But uh, yeah, you know, we're, you know, we're a, a three-piece band, uh, and even though there's only three of us, we can make a lot of noise. Someone actually said to us <laughs> once um, when he came to see us that we were like the loudest three-piece band we ever heard, which is nice to know. And, yeah. and, and, and to add to that as well, we, and to add so to add to that as well, uh, we, we recently did a gig, uh, our last main, our last major gig that was in a, a music venue. That was uh, last month. Uh, 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 someone came up to me uh, at the end of the show and said, oh, they really enjoyed the gig. And he said, I, I really enjoyed the gig. You were bloody loud, but good loud. I said, good loud. He went, good loud. So we're good loud. So I was quite, we were quite pleased with that. <laughs> yeah, I read that. Uh, yeah, so it's, <laughs> I read some reviews of where they said uh, it's a, a, a three-person band they sound like nine people. Yeah, uh, that, that, that was, that so, was one of the reasons. I'm a gig as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Uh, I don't. So, so it was this term. So it's Joe Symes, Colin White, Alan Welsh. Do you call yourselves or consider yourself a power trio? I don't know. Always know if that goes for a specific type of music like Rush or because apparently you guys are powerful. Well, yeah, I suppose so. I'll take that on board. Jimi Hendrix, the Jimi Hendrix spins was a power trio, so and there was three oh, of them, yeah. and so yeah, I'll, I'll I'll take that on board. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, in fact, uh, my husband Denton, you know, we saw a band that uh, we've seen a lot of times, but we recently saw 
uh, Adrian Ballou, and, um, and I'm sure you know him. He's played with, you know, worked with Bowie and Zappa and uh, King Crimson. But he just had his, his uh, bass player, Julie Slick, and a drummer. And, yeah, yeah, so it's, you don't have to have a lot of people to put it out, make it loud, and make it good. So uh, it, it's the quality, not the quantity. So, oh, and you guys have yeah. had a lot of yeah. – uh, I, I, one thing I wanted to say, though, when I was talking about George Sefton, um, you, you're no stranger to recognition and attention from high-profile performers. When I first got to know you guys uh, several years ago, I mean, uh, Noel Gallagher was was pulling you guys into uh, things he was doing and, and getting you in attention, getting you into uh, performing at events with other uh, big names. Uh, yeah, we we headlined the after show party for is it the High Flying Birds mm-hmm. uh, gig? It was, it was the after show party. We headlined it twice. That was in the O2 Academy on on the the, the O2 Academy one, which is obviously the, the big room. That was in Liverpool. We did that twice. That was really good. Uh, we never got to meet him. Someone said he was there, but we never got to meet him. But um, the crowd, it was, that, there was a big crowd there. They they were two great gigs. Uh, and it was just nice, it, that was just nice, nice to play those those events. So and, and, and you know I think to add to that as well, I think we mentioned this before. Um, I think it was when we were doing our first album, we we, we were getting we got told from a very reliable source that um, several people, like sort of uh, the actors here, Matthew Modine and Michael Keaton, apparently had our first album. Now oh, I, I'd like I to be able to give up the other ones as well. Like so, it was, so we need to track them down. So I'm say, have you got the rest of our stuff? You know, if you, if you like the first one, then you need to get the rest of it. If, if not, like so we need to track them down somehow. See see what they have to say for themselves. It's nice to be told. You know, you've got a lot of Hollywood fans who are buying the music, and then like to be on the same like interview in in I think it was Washington or California. Like so, but after that, with the the head of the Washington Post, and you're on the same radio interview with the man, Michael Shiflett as well, who's a uh, killing Kennedy, uh, yeah. Lincoln and stuff. He was actually uh, done a celebrity endorsement video for our last album, Phase Two. Um, a couple of others as well. I mean, like we're mixing with like like TV celebrities in the UK who turn up at the gigs as well, and that, and I'm wearing the t-shirts and. Speaking to yeah. people about us, so they, you know, there's all kinds going on. I mean, we we be here all week if we like we mention everything that's gone like gone on so far and stuff and all that. But as long as you know, the songs are coming thick and fast and they're catchy and they're getting people's attention, mm-hmm. like the new EP. I mean, like, well, I'm all for it. You know, it's me that's bashing me against a brick wall of the night writing songs and like you know tearing my hair out of a kind of like clothes for it. But, um, <laughs> As long as the songs are coming, which they are, you know, would say then you know we've got nothing to worry about because we've still got a lot, a lot of material there that's been written and not even released, and that can be different styles of music. But this new album, I'm like, I'm really like looking forward to finishing mm. because if you've got those, if you've got the new EP, then like you've got a little taste of that because a lot, a lot of work went into the new EP. You know, a lot, a lot of late nights for me personally with pre-production work on, on songs and that. I'm making notes on my phone and speaking into my phone and sometimes, you know, 
just getting like just anything down of just coming to me. I had to put it in on palm paper, my phone, speaking into my phone, singing into my phone, uh, ha 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 on my phone. So, <laughs> so you know, but the, the result is the EP, which is like which is out, and as as Colin said, the feedback's been absolutely unbelievable for him, which I'm really I'm really pleased about. Mm-hmm. And also as well, recently, I, I just thought about this then, as somebody we know, uh, I think it was when we were promoting the, um, the most recent uh, in-store gig that we did last week, I think it was, uh, someone put on the comments saying, you know, if, if you're in the area, c- c- come down and see this band, they're really great, and the, the, the main thing that they actually said, which really, which really definitely pleased us all, it was, it was something on the lines that they said, um, <coughs> this, this, this band's write songs the way songs should be written. It was oh, something wow. like that. So that was a nice compliment as well. So Yeah. 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 That was nice. Oh yes. That <laughs> that was uh uh magnificent. Um Colin, I know you do videos like a lot of people. Uh you do instructional videos on YouTube. How long have you been doing that? Oh, uh, that that that's that's just like a sort of little um, that's just a little just a little fun page where you know I just put up some videos like you know me playing little things and stuff and all like I think I think other people do it as well. But yeah, that's that's just a little um, a little, a little fun thing that um, that that I do from from time to time. It's you no, know, it's not it's nothing like intense. That's just a little. Uh, you know, little little things here. You know, because you know it's, it's good to inspire people in, in in many ways. So you know. It's obviously it's like, if that's the incentive for people to sort of like you know to see that and then you know that's I know I have a new city to find the band then you know it's, it's it's you know that's 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 all all that matters to us you know it's like you know if if you find that they'll they'll find the band. Mhm. All right. Well, that and it's, it's a nice it's a nice little way to reach out and yeah, um, help some folks along and more people get to know you. Now, uh, Joe, recently. Uh, you have a picture of uh, there was a magazine that had done a write up about you and the band, and what I loved, one of my favorite posts was where, and I've, I even uh, downloaded it so that I could share it on my on one of my Instagram pages, is where you're at a table reading right. and you said, "Just thought I'd look over this again." Talk to us about for people that haven't read that yet or don't know, uh, tell us the magazine and what the who wrote, et cetera. Um, right, that, what that was, that was me at home, and I was reading the Liverpool Football Club programme, which had my, my feature in it, that's what that was. Oh, the football That was the, okay. like, you know, the, the programme that goes out with the football matches, that's when they done the interview with me, and like, they talk about the, the new EP and stuff and all that, so that's what that was, if you're wondering what that was, yeah. Oh, that's even cooler, I think. Because because uh, uh, reasonably, I could you could say that sixty five thousand people had it. That's correct. Yeah, yeah, you do. Mm. When that goes out, if like if anything's with the band or whatever, it's going to be like you know whether it's uh, even the event in Liverpool, that goes mm-hmm. out on the match days and like people will buy it and stuff and all that. So that was that's what that was. Was like me reading like you know the review. Well, that's cool. I, I thought it was pretty cool. So when um uh, and it was I a well done. Really 
What's that? I thought it was really good myself, personally. I mean, you can't ask for nothing better than that. Oh, yes, for real. Uh, now, have you? Now that you're out, that people are getting out to hear music, and people are getting out and performing again. Uh, and I know you are too. Not only the in stores, but you've done shows. Have you been able to get out of uh, out of the UK in this new allegedly post-pandemic mm-hmm. world? No, not not at the UK. No, well, obviously the music traveled out to out of the UK, which is great anyway. Because if you can't do it in person, you may as well do 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 it in spirit and and music. But no, not at the UK. Um, I think because of like all the COVID stuff and all the pandemic and people getting like the, the needles and stuff and all that. I mean, it sort of shut a lot of people off. I mean, me personally, I didn't get any needles. Because I I just I didn't believe in the thing to be honest with you. I'm not you know I'm going to say that I, I I just thought it was a big con, and also the fact that like I think the proofs in the pudding when you have the government they were going on national telly telling us all how to live live our lives and six meters apart in this space and that space and don't speak to no one, and yet they're in Down Street and they've sent out emails bring your own bottles of wine and parties oh, yeah. while loved ones and family yeah. Yeah, well, yep. loved ones, our families had to say had to say goodbye to people, had to say <laughs> goodbye to the relatives through plastic bags and through windows while the government were laughing yeah. at us in parties and down the street. And their only apology was, was Boris Johnson was to say sorry. Oh, you know, well, that, that didn't matter. Like, you know, tell us how to live our lives for two years and getting all these jobs, which people are dropping dead for now, and footballers are dropping dead and everything. And when people have to say goodbye to the relatives and the grandmas and hug them through pieces of plastic, you know, that's, you uh-huh. know, really, that, that, that's really, like, you know, not on at all. And, you know, it, it, it's just so shows of what society we're living in. Now we've got a government that they really can't even trust and corrupt. And as well as, like, you know, the news that's on the telly, which is all fake, except TV news, which says it as it is. You know, I just think it's, you know, what else is next if they, you know, they just come up with, they just, I think they just make these things up as they're going along, like, you know, Ebola, bird flu, monkeypox. Oh, you know, we've had monkeypox for ages, haven't we? I've never seen it, no. I mean, that's going away from, like, talking about what you're talking about, but, you know, I think a lot of people, like, sort of, like, woke up and realised what that all was about, and, you know, some people might disagree with me, but if they did, they do, fair enough, they don't have their own opinion, and I'm entitled to my own opinion as a human being, as an individual, and I stick by it. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I, I certainly see that. And, yes, we, we did get a lot of uh, of coverage in the news about that big party in number 10, Downing. So uh, <laughs> what can you say? But, yeah, so I, I guess. It, it yeah. So it without the chat. these people are. Mm-hmm. So without the jab, then you couldn't go overseas. You couldn't go to Europe, which uh, really ruins my next question, which, you know, I always ask you this, and I probably sound like a broken record. But, you know, I want you, and I'm just one of uh, thousands and thousands of people that would love for you to come to America Oh, yeah, I mean, we'd, we'd, love, we'd love not more to come to the States. I think with all these, like, uh, 
ook uit dit jaar die er al nog een geen dat zo'n beetje komen te benemen. Dan denk ik nou, en because of the state of the economy and what's going on as war going on as well. I think it's just like, you know, listen, you know, you're all right now, it doesn't really it doesn't really matter. If some of the things that I'm reading between the lines, whether you've had your job or not, you're still gonna be able to like go abroad and all that. And that's mm-hmm. what I'm reading between the lines. But I mean I, 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 I didn't, I didn't, I wasn't getting that job for no one, and you know, because I know people have died from it and stuff, and there's no way in the world I was doing it. You know, the 10 hours of my going to jobs and all that, like, oh, to the elderly, and then I came down to the age and age, and then somebody told me, yeah, see, well, you six-year-old kid got to get it now. Why? It's just a, just a big con. I mean, I can go into it and stuff and all that, but I'm not, I'm not, I'm not a politician. I was going to be a politician, and I was like being a politician instead of music. So that's my take on it and stuff. And you know, whatever restrictions are all getting lifted and stuff, then maybe we can get over to your side of the pond because we keep get action asked that many times to go over. So mm. you know, well, let's just see if we can't get over ourselves personally, then the music will do the talking. That'll get over mm. there. Okay. Well, I got gotcha. you. Now, I've got I've got the over here the uh, got the where you couldn't go to shows or couldn't go to certain places if you couldn't show like big concerts, if you couldn't show a card, uh if you couldn't show your proof that you had been. So, I'm double I'm double uh vaxxed and boosted. So, I had to carry my if I went to see every show I went to see Joe Jackson, Todd Rundgren, everybody, you had to show your um yeah. Thing, but but it's relaxing now, Joe. It's and 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 I respect everybody's opi- right to their own opinion and how they formulate it. So, but it's relaxing. A lot of places are not uh, requiring it as much, and so because uh, I remember there was a, a show with Tame Impala uh, last summer, and they were coming to Atlanta, but then they had very very strict. Uh, Things uh, strict uh, rules yeah. they had about it, but then I saw then then I saw them back in February. We went to Asheville to see uh, Tame Impala, and it was packed in. And I think they, you know, if you had your your card to show your proof, they were fine. But I don't think people were really uh, really that tight about it. So as they're getting relaxed about showing this proof or whatever, then surely. Um, it, it could be it could be on the way. It could be on calendar soon. That uh, Joe Symes, the loving kind. Yeah, but I mean, like, you know, it, 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 I mean, I mean, obviously the laws over your side, of your side of the pond, are going to differ from like the ones in the UK, and about how you know, relaxing rules and what stuff and all that. I mean, yeah. you see stuff on the telly, what's going on in Australia, and like certain parts of like America and stuff and that, and like, and then like you know, you've got like. You know, parties going on in Downing Street from both sides of, like, you know, the, the, the government and all that. And it's just, you just think, well, I'm gone. But what was all that about? You know, it's like, they're all there. They, you know, they're living it up and getting drunk and all that. And people can't even go to the door. Like, if they go to the door, like, you know, it's just big people control. And, mm-hmm. like, you know, it's, you know, it's people population control. And, like, I think, to be honest with you now, if he was to turn around and say, oh, you know, we got to, I think people just turn around and say, listen, no way, no way. I mean, like, people like, oh, you've got to get this boosted out and all this stuff and all that. And then probably the next thing that the government will do, they'll blame it on the winter coming in and saying that, you know, we've had these deaths, it's COVID again and all that. When it's possibly just like the flu and possibly the elderly that can't cope with the cold. 
I think they probably might be a lot more because of with all of the rise in prices, the fee that's going on and everything that we're all going to be hit with. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, I, just, I don't trust governments. I don't trust them at all. I mean, as I said, like, I go on about it, but I really don't want it because I do music and that thing. And I get asked for politics all the time. I don't comment on it because I'm not a politician. That's basically it. And if I've offended anyone who's going to be listening to about the jobs, then, you know, I have my opinion and I stick by it. Well, hopefully, when, when it comes to things like, like the arts or music, uh, that seems to, seems to sometimes be a great leveler uh, for people. It's like, well, yeah. I may not believe this, I may not like that, but hey, they make great great music and I respect their I respect their feelings, so hopefully they'll listen up. And uh, as long as the music, as I said, coming thick and fast, then that's all that matters. That's all that's that all matters, matters, honey. You know, you get the music, but yeah, you know. No. So we were, yeah, and we do intend on, and we do intend on coming over to the US very soon when the time is right. Yay! And so, uh, you know it's going to be crazy when you come I'd over here. I'd love not more to go. I'd love not more to get over to your side. I'd love not more because I know the response we get. I know that. But it's just a question of when, when, and what time, and like you know, the way things are panning out, but like you know, to come down from like the day of the COVID and stuff and that. Mhm. Sorry, the flu. <laughs> <laughs> well, when I say it's going to be crazy when you get here, I'm not talking about politics. I'm talking about how much people are going to love seeing you in person, and that's great. Um, I am so thrilled that you have had you guys have have made time and been so generous with your time to be on the show today. Uh, you know, you've always got a home in Madame Perry's salon, and for people listening to the band, it's Joe Symes, Colin White, Alan Welsh. Joe Symes and the Loving Kind. Their website is josymesandthelovingkind.co.uk. And I will share it on all of my social media, not just Madam Perry Salon, but also my uh, business pages and personal. Hey, Joe, don't you guys want um, a publicist, an entertainment publicist in the USA? We would love an entertainment publicist in the USA. If anyone wants to write for us or work for us, we'd be glad for that. I'm very happy for us to do that. Why, yes, I'd be glad to. So, <laughs> be Thank fun. you very much. We have an American We have a USA Facebook page, which was set up by It Matters Radio in America. So if someone wants to be a US publicist for us, Maybe right. yourself, or you know, we'd be very, we'd be very grateful for that after the promotion. I'd be delighted. I would be very proud. Um, I was in Los Angeles last weekend. You can put that on your title as well. Oh, I intend to. Jennifer Perry. Publicist for for those and put the band name. Oh. You better believe I will. <laughs> Don't even think I won't. Um, yeah, I was in Los Angeles last know. weekend, and there were some people uh, at my hotel. I was waiting for my client to go to a book signing we had for her, and the uh, two women waiting in the hotel with me got into a conversation, and turned out they were stylists for a uh, boy band from out of uh, Hawaii that had come to the U.S. And, I mean, to, yeah, and they were ha- playing that night at the Roxy in Los Angeles, and so they, we got to talk, and they said, you do what? They said, well, our boys are going to be the next 
BTS here coming out of Hawaii. So um, they said, we're going to need some representation, some publicists in the U.S. So, so, yeah, I could dig it. So, you know, I could sell you guys a boy band and a man band, okay? <laughs> I think you should do. I think, you know, it's best to see the man's bands, you know what I mean, and all that. Especially coming from Liverpool, where the Beatles come from. I think that's oh the priority, God. to be honest with you. You know, we're still crazy. And also, I think, uh, I think, I think we, when you when you get the T-shirt, that'll be another another uh, hit to the box. The what? The T-shirt. When you get the T-shirt, Colin said the T-shirt that on the way to you. You can oh. put them all over Facebook as well. And, Great. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. And what, yeah. Pe- what people wear them. Okay. Sorry. And I might give. Um, by the way, if you if you've listened to the show, uh, and leave a message for Joe Simes and the Loving Kind on the page on Blog Talk Radio, um, I'll send you a T-shirt. I got some coming my way, and uh, I would love to send one. My yeah, husband asked me the other day. He goes, "Why don't I have a Joe Simes T-shirt to wear to California?" Because he had to go to California this week, and I said, uh, "Well, I just been slack and haven't ordered one, so I've got it now." Before uh, while I was. Having technical difficulties, meaning I forgot to dial the extra one and the 011 before your number. Uh, while I was waiting to do that, yeah. uh, and you guys were so, you guys have been so good to me and so incredibly patient with me. Uh, I played three of your songs. I played A Place to Call Our Own. Before, oh, I started with Summer's Almost Coming, Turn Me On, Turn Me Out Tonight, A Place to Call Our Own. And since I know you guys have been so generous with your time, but I can't keep you forever. Um, but I'd like to close with a, when we take us out with another song of yours that's, uh, it's not new, but I've played it on here a lot and that you, and thank you for letting me. And uh, it's very popular with my listeners. Lovers Undercover. All right. I forgot about that one. <laughs> so, so that'll be four, yeah, because uh, four songs. And again, thank you for your generosity with your time, thank you, and your patience with me. Thank you for your music, and I love talking to you. And um, if I answer, usually in America, when people, if I don't answer incorrectly or I don't hear someone, I tell them, "Well, honey, I'm old enough to have heard all." the good bands live. That's why I have a little hearing problem, so blame it on Led Zeppelin, okay? But, guys, sometimes I may not, and I tell them I do it all over again, but with you guys, sometimes I may not always catch your accent, so if I answer inappropriately, please forgive me, but I just, but it's charming, and I love it, and I'm crazy about you guys, like thousands of other people, and wish you all the very Best of success. To be honest with you, Jen, when we first on our first radio session to America, he couldn't even understand the word I was saying. <laughs> <laughs> he was saying, he was saying, what he said, what he talk, I can't understand what he's saying because I talk a lot faster, you know. So, but I think it's settled now, and they, you know, he's a. He's got the gist of it, to be honest with you. He's know what where I'm coming from and can understand what I'm talking about. But I'd like to welcome you aboard as our new PR assistant. And we'd like a nice picture of you with the band T-shirt on. 
And whoever else gets the T-shirt, can we have pictures of them wearing them, please? Heck yeah, definitely. Definitely. And thank you so much. And, and, and hey, kudos to you guys for understanding my southern accent. Uh, we're cool with that. We, we love your accent. We can understand anyone's accent when we think it's pretty funky. <laughs> okay. All right, guys. Well, I, I again, I love you all and wish you the best. Um, we will, um, you'll be back here again soon, I hope, and hopefully in the States. So we're going to close out with, love. oh, this is one of my favorites, Lovers Undercover, Joe Symes and the Loving Kind. Thank you and enjoy. Cheers, Jen. Thanks a lot. Thanks for having us. Right, see you now. guys. You're very welcome. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. get lucky just about anywhere dearly beloved we are gathered here today to has anyone seen the bride and groom sorry sorry we're here we were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time no lucky land casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry 
In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.